0: Thank you.
1: Down on alligator road, please gusts, dust, bones, and nose, star before repose. Holds catalyst in here, retrieves hypothesis to mind, sun folds the conjecture. Moon drops the line, sun the conjecture. Moon drops the line, sun folds 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 the conjecture. Moon
0: drops the line.
1: to the mountain wash down to the sea Trouble to the mountain wash down, down to the sea to the mountain wash down to the sea go to the mountain wash down to the sea go to
2: All right, folks, we're here at the River City News doing another River City session. Tonight, we have Common Center. Welcome to the River City News. Why don't you tell me who you are and a little bit about what you do?
3: What's up, Jesse? Yeah. All
4: right.
2: Uh, I'm Liam. I play guitar.
4: Oh, and I'm Lewis, and I play keyboards.
2: So who else is in the band that's not here tonight? Tell me about them.
3: Uh, we've got Jessica Graf on the violin, Sasha Suskin on the saxophone, Adam Gockenbach on drums, Dennis Cesar on bass, Ian Smith on auxiliary and vocals, and
1: that—that's it. Yeah,
2: you I guys. I think that's well, it. Yeah. That, you guys are yeah, pretty. We always big
3: forget group. someone. We we oftentimes
2: leave somebody behind or think we left somebody behind. But <laughs> hopefully hopefully is, works out. with a group, is well, this group as big as you guys are. I mean, I guess it's hard to keep track. You know, it's like herding
4: cats every night. It's like, all right, let's get everybody together, and make some music. Yeah, mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like having the checklist on like. Uh,
3: it's mainly on the bus. You're like, uh-huh. is everybody here? Yeah, it's like a field trip. That's
2: funny. So, okay, how about we talk about the origin? How did Common Center come together?
3: Well, as this uh, Coors Banquet cap says here in front of me, uh, luck is hard work residue. So I like that.
2: Words of wisdom.
3: Yeah, beer wisdom there. Uh, but uh, the Common Center project started like uh, five years ago with a two-piece, me and a drummer, Austin Garrison. And then since then, we've just built it up and added members. And we've been a seven-piece for about four years now.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. So, I mean, did it go from just two to as many as you have? Or did you just slowly start adding people through the years? Or when did it grow to the size you have now?
3: Well, as some of them refer to it, I Charles Manson them into the... (laughs) Group
4: In the okay. best way imaginable.
3: Some of them uh, saw, like, Lewis saw a show and um, wanted to join it, like, just approached me after, a few weeks after that, and wanted to hop in. But in other cases, I relentlessly pursued people, either, like, subtly or very directly, and convinced them to show up at a practice and tried to trick them into joining the band.
2: The old trick huh? The old... You'll grope them in, see what you can get them to do, huh? <laughs> well, just
3: look at them really deeply in the eye and with a strange twitch, perhaps, in one of the eyes and just tell them what you want. And and then it's up to them,
4: and it's worked out. Yeah, most of them are still with us, so I mean, we're, the twitch worked.
2: That is very Charles Manson. You just give them that look, <laughs> hypnotize them with your twitch.
4: I really don't want to be compared
3: to Charles Manson, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: but I guess... Persuasive. Persuasive. Is that right, I guess? There it is. So how about we talk about some of your early shows? Like, where were the shows that put Common Center on the map? Well,
3: I don't know if they put us on any maps, but the early shows were wherever, anywhere we could play. I remember the first... I had kind of left music behind a little bit and decided to dive back into it. Ended up at the Wonder Bar
2: here in Covington, which is a fine music establishment. Yes, that's uh, where I was introduced to you. I just got pulled off the side by, uh, you know, your keyboard player here, Lewis, And I he was just like, hey, you uh, made this sound pretty good. You want to run a show for us in Halloween? I'm like, I don't have anything booked. Let's do this.
3: Yeah, and that's great, and we love you, and you should run sound for us all the time, and someday if we get really big, you can just travel with us, and we'll have all well, the I love it, I love uh, it. But what happened there was, I just went and played the open mic, and it was in the early days of Wonder Bar when they were building their whole system that they've got going on now, and the owner, Nate Chambers, he said, you're booked once a month, every Saturday. And I said, well, I have a drummer, if I can get him to come back, can I play with a drummer here? And he said, yeah, sure. So then that once a month gig purchased us, uh, we put that money toward uh, renting uh, practice space, and then from there we started building up the group over the next few years. Very yeah, nice. we had the
4: residency there, we were playing at Zola Pub and Gypsies, and anywhere, anywhere the Rakes Inn, I mean we would get a gig and play it every weekend or whatever. But.
2: Cool, I mean that's the way you do it. As a band, you, just, you get whatever gig you can, man. And then when you get to a point where you start, you know, getting off for bigger shows and stuff like that, then you're like, Well yeah, sure, now pay me. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not be too specific. (laughs) (laughs)
1: of an ever-present wizard on the beaches of your brain
2: So, personally, my favorite song is Do You Know Me? I, I just, the reason why I like it, it's just, it's got a great flow to it. It's got the strings. I mean, it's got the saxophone, all these elements I like. It, it's just, it's kind of got an up and down with the emotions, which I'm all about. Why don't you guys tell me a little about how that song was written? A little bit about maybe something I didn't know about it, because that's my favorite.
3: Well, uh,. I believe, it's going back a little bit in time, but I believe I wrote that song soon after we became a full seven-piece band. So like, I'd been writing solo for many years and then with a drummer, and when you bring in all these elements, you start thinking a lot more about how can you work in all these different elements without it just becoming chaos, and I think that was one of the first attempts at that, so it kind of attempted to have a little more space and movement between each part, but also like a lot of builds and stuff. Um, So musically it was intended just to allow the soundscape of the band to some room to explore instead of just like having everything laid out and you just have to follow along. It was a lot more open-ended. Uh, It left questions open, which is a new, when I started writing for the seven-piece band, like I intentionally leave some things unresolved because they can resolve those problems more uniquely and creatively than I possibly could anticipate. So left a lot of room for that musically. I mean, lyrically might be another story, but if we're just mainly focusing on the music it was about leaving room for them to explore and adapt and change the composition to how they felt they could express themselves best
4: I just like it because I get to play piano a lot in it so that works for me we're all children inside <laughs> yeah.
1: Say you know me Yeah, do you know me Like you say you know you Yeah, do you know me Like I Slept away, let your home into your eyes, let it sink into your mind. Don't be faulted by your crimes. Everything has its surprise. In the end, you're what you make. Every feeling you create. Oh no, I should have.
2: All right, Common Center, what's happening right now with you guys? What's currently you know, in the works?
4: Well, what's in the works now has been in the works for the past uh, four or five months. We are back in the studio, Soap Float Studios, recording a five-track EP, which will be one of two EPs released this year. Hopefully, the last one will come out at uh, the end of the year, maybe December. Uh, It's called To Swallow Something Half Your Size, and it's material that we've been writing over the last uh, two years, ever since our first release, Gypsy River. Some of it from that point, some of it from the last six months, and we're already writing stuff for the next release.
2: Very nice. I know you guys have been playing out a lot. I saw you, well, I ran sound for the Wooden Cast Show. When you guys killed it with with a, you had a talk the band open up for you. Yes. those are good. I've got I, I had love just had guys. an episode of the podcast with them. and They were digging it and they were praising oh, yeah. you guys. Absolutely. Don't you They're love best.
3: watching the bass player dance in that band. Oh yeah, oh, he's getting yeah, down he grooves. and
2: grooving. He grooves. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't know that band that they 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 had the energy that night. They were on fire. Yep, definitely no, good fire. They started the fire for you guys. To the carry whole them. night was
4: on fire, man. It was we amazing. Actually, we energy. used
3: to. uh be in a they're still in the same warehouse but it's over in OTR and for a while they were on the third floor of this warehouse building we were on the fifth floor so we would intermingle a lot and that was actually our first show that we played together so we were all very excited that night to get to actually play a show together.
2: It's nice when you can have those kind of relationships with bands. You know, like we share a practice space, building and stuff. It's like yeah. this is a
3: very weird building too. I've so heard it's really? amazing. Is it
2: the one that's the old incense factory? No one's era?
3: supposed to know about it. Uh-huh. Really, it's it's, just, a, it's sh- down there, man. There's a church. There's, <laughs> there. there's a lot of things happening, but you have to. Yeah, now you have to talk to them, yeah, to yeah. get in there. But uh-huh. there's like a there's a skate rink in there, I think. What? Yeah, there's a
4: skate park, skate park, and like a bunch of a artists rank, and bands. Yeah. And there was wow. a church once. Know, it's a weird place. It's that really cool. Though. Interesting. Yeah. A
2: lot of history with that building.
4: It's also very insecure. Oh, well, anyway, that's, um, very, well, that's a yeah. whole
2: another story. Detail.
4: Moving on. So that uh, that wooden cash show was actually our last local show that we've played in the greater Cincinnati area. We've played a couple out of town shows since then, but. We're saving our local selves for the EP release, which will be on April 27th. It's a Friday, taking place at Octave, and that's going to be right here, about a block from where we sit right now on Madison Avenue.
2: Great. Supporting Covington. And Lou is
4: saving his local self
3: for
2: everyone. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that. It's great, guys. It's good to hear that Covington's got some good music scene going on, you know? That's the one thing I like about this city. You know, just There's all kinds of stuff going on.
4: The Cincinnati has a great music scene, and but even with that said, we have consistently always tried to wrap the Cove because we love the Cove, and uh, we always want to hold our releases here because a lot of the Mainstraws crowd will not cross that ocean of the Ohio River, and we just want to have it here in our home base and more things and you keep shouldn't that going. <laughs> <laughs> keeping
2: it local organic. That's nice. I like that. Let's talk about our
3: fears. Yeah. <laughs> that can be the B-side yeah. inside of this podcast.
1: you Developing event doesn't need even to be told The words don't say enough Ride calm on a casual crane. You're invited to invent from the untellable ways The eye can't see enough A pelican.